previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. You see the female dwarf look up. Oh, God. Another one. Just, uh, we found him lying in the atrium, and I slowly turned to look at Milo with squinty eyes again. I just found him unconscious and tried to save his life. I'm sure that the doctor will have some questions. They wheel the gurney into one of the medical bays, and you see a young woman wearing a long white lab coat. I'm Dean Dolalivia, based on what I'm seeing. He's not actually sick with the illness that everybody else has caught. He has just lost blood. Did you happen to also cast Cure Wounds? Yes. Ah, unfortunately now I can't determine what might have ailed him. None of you have been showing any signs of sickness either, I hope? Nope. We actually just got back to the school today. It spread so quickly that we haven't been able to figure out how it started, but I must go attend to my other patients. And she leaves the room. I love you. I just go, look, there she is again. Ah! He like flips over a cart. You notice that there is an oily slick on the floor. The oil moves and attacks Manny as you realize that this oil slick is an anthropomorphic gray ooze. Fine, I'm dead. You're down already? So far. Yeah. Gonna use gear wounds on Manny here to get him some uh, HPs back. I would like to yell, beautiful doctor, we need your help. (laughs) You see another one of these things drop through the grate in the ceiling. Grab the cart and toss it on top of this blob and then heat metal. Okay, so we're using fire. That might work. No, don't use fire. (laughs) This thing (laughs) absorbs it really well. Oh, he is resistant. But is he resistant to sustained fire? And I shoot him twice. The ooze splatters. The male elf, the female dwarf, and Dean Livia all come to the door. Derek, Meredith, get these patients out of here. I think... It would be best if I get Leong to safer quarters. Strange things have been happening at the school, and this is just yet another thing to keep an eye out for. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. Hey guys, so excited to be here that my manhood is throbbing. Brad Richards. You don't have to be ashamed of yourself. I'm ashamed of you for you. (laughs) Throbbing. 30 seconds into the podcast, we drop throbbing. (laughs) (laughs) At least he didn't say turgid. I'm sorry? Like Matt Smith would say. Turgidity. I would like to take this moment to officially protest against the price creep of video games. $70 for one game is just way too much. That being said, I will be buying Diablo 4. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did they announce that? I didn't realize that they had. It's going to be $70. Fucking yep, it's uh, 70 bucks for the standard edition. Yeah, I looked at. I actually looked at the pre-order last night for Diablo <laughs> 4, and it is $70. That's ridiculous. Even yep. F- even for PS4? Yep. Get fucked, buddy. It's unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> well, us PS5 players have been spending 70 bucks on a game for, <laughs> for a long two years. time. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, let's go ahead and get our last member in on this conversation, Brad Renfro. <clears throat> Turgid. 
<laughs> what does that fucking mean? That yeah, what does turgid even mean? How do you spell it? What's it's the, the opposite of flaccid. What's the well? Is like turgidity a word then? Swollen and distended or congested. I like the... I'm so one more time. Swollen and distended or congested. Like my nostrils. <laughs> I have turgid nostrils and penis syndrome. Yep. Nailed it. But my penis is not congested. Imagine having a congested penis. Um, you've never dealt with blockage before? <laughs> not that I know of, no. What are you doing over there, guy? What are you putting your thing in? <laughs> you have penile blockage. <laughs> I think it's called a kidney stone. Do you got kidney stones over there, Q, my Eric, boy? I've been fucking a beehive. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bee stinger in my dick hole. No. Oh, my God. Penile... What did I just say? Penile blockage? I don't know, but you guys are giving me so many good words for my intros moving forward. That is going to be the name of my next album, Penile Blockage. Sounds like a banger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get to those other episodes, we have to record this one. So let's go ahead and hop back into the story. Last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, our adventurers went to the infirmary and they were taking Lee there who Milo had found close to death in the atrium of the Arcthanium. When they brought him into the infirmary, they met some of the students that were working the infirmary, and they also met Dean Livia, who is the youngest dean at the Arkshine, and she is in charge of House Mirvita. She gave them some information about the sickness that is currently tearing through the campus, and then she left, and our adventurers wound up fighting these goos that had just oozed out of the ductwork and off of a cart. They managed to defeat the oozes. They found some stuff on the cart, including a weird syringe of purple goo. And then, as soon as the fight was done, Dixon showed back up because he had disappeared to go take a dump and said, Hey guys, what did I miss? There it is, Beerich. There's your plug. <laughs> I think it was a little better than that, probably. Hey, guys. <laughs> what did I miss? Him. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh. Well. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, boys. I'll just add a chipmunk effect to it. Hey, guys. Uh, what did I miss? I don't think you had to add an effect. That was pretty good. That like, guy. Yeah. yeah, wait. Did you just do that offhand? Yeah, I did. Anyways. Anyways. Are we just picking up there? Yes. Let's roll some dice. Alright, so I'm back. I had a shit. It was a greasy one. It took forever. It was like a brown marker was in my butt. It just wouldn't come clean. It was really bad. Um, what a miss. So you you were just wiping this entire time is what you're saying? <laughs> At least for... F- how long did you guys record? An hour? <laughs> probably roughly, uh, yeah. So probably 45 minutes. Ooh, I was just aggressively shredding, shredding my ass off. brown marker with a red crayon. Oh, it was bad. There's no wipes, lotion, nothing. <laughs> just straight two-ply sandpaper shredding six layers of my asshole. Well, we're in the right place. Our people... Uh, Derek and Meredith might be able to admit you for, for that and for my, check it out. You could roast marshmallows over my anus. No, well, you're in the right place for that. Like, if you're having anus problems. You're going to put cold cream on my butt? That's up to them. I'm, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm putting the marshmallow on a stick. 
<laughs> Where the hell did you get that marshmallow? We got to do this for science. <laughs> I just pull my butthole out and aim it at the doctors and say, hey, can you fix this? There are no doctors in the room, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you see Manny strapping a, a latex glove and snapping it. <laughs> Onto his trunk. Let's <laughs> say, where's the doctors? What would it look like on a trunk? Would it be like a regular latex glove with little fingies hanging off of it over yeah, my it trunk? Or would, it be, or would it be more <laughs> like a condom I put on my nose? Like, I don't know. No, it, it's a, a regular glove that you're putting on your trunk and it's just flaccid fingers until you go. But Whoo! when you breathe in and out, you can see the fingers going in and out. <laughs> just, just please, while you're doing this operation, don't sneeze. <laughs> and then when you blow it up, you go, hey guys, look at this. And you close all the fingers except for the middle one. And you go. <laughs> I just want to crab walk with my asshole in the air looking for doctors. <laughs> I, this needs to be fixed before I can do anything. My asshole's on fire. <laughs> this is an aggressive poop. 45 minutes of wiping will chafe anything. Scales, tissue, my ass. Hey, Milo, <laughs> in those uh, pockets of yours, you got any, like, baby wipes or anything? Any ass cream for my uh, ass? I do have this ointment that I got in uh, from the forest. It's more of a natural remedy, but it should work for the burning. It's just tree sap, but... <laughs> Oh, it should help. <laughs> well, that would be anal blockage because that shit would harden. Just you just spoil the joke. <laughs> so I immediately point my cannon towards Milo and say, "Lay it on there." All right, you just see me uh, unscrew oh. the little <laughs> cap here, and I go, "All right, well, uh, get get the whole amount of my hand nice and lathered up here." So I just wrist to, wrist to, to fingertip. <laughs> you go wrist deep in. <laughs> In my scales, we're gonna have a problem. And I, I, I'll ever so gently, like a mother wiping a baby's bottom, just kind of massage it in there. Manny is covering his eyes, but peeking through his fingers very obviously. Yeah, I I'm satisfied. <laughs> I, I rolled for satis satis being satisfied. All right, so. so that should feel better. And I just turn and look at the wall. I go, mud. It's just mud. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> All right, Milo. Um, okay. Can you go wash your hands, please, while I uh, fill Dixon in on what we've been doing? <laughs> it seems like Dixon's uh, already been filled in. <laughs> <laughs> I go, absolutely. I just stick my hand right into Toby and just burn oh. it off. What? No, I'm going to go and just wash my hands like a normal person. It's going to go fist Toby, you didn't hear him. Yeah, I was like, is that how you've been washing your hands this whole time? Just burn it off. Uh, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do you four? The wall will fill you in on what we've been doing. <laughs> wall. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so we brought Lee here, as you know, because you were with us. And then we brought him in here, and they didn't know what was wrong with him because someone. And did Milo leave the room? Just now, yes. Okay. Since Milo's gone, I can tell you Milo probably tried to kill him <laughs> and then covered it up with his so called healing spell. So they don't know why Lee was all jacked up. And uh, 
Also, you really missed out on Dean Livia. Mm. Dime piece. I mean, platinum piece. (laughs) 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 Can you believe they were out of paper towels in the bathroom? Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's what you have a fire person for to dry your hands off. So you shove your hand in fire to clean it, but not to dry off. No, what? He went to he went to normally wash his hands. Okay. Yeah, use the fire to dry off. I could. I never thought about that. You just literally wiped a grown man's ass and then put your hands in the fire to sanitize, and then cleaned your hands, and then didn't put it back in there to dry. No, I didn't do the fire thing. That was that was a jokey joke. Damn it. Okay, <sighs> so he's dead. Did he die? No, oh, he's, he's, not he's dead? fine. Yeah, he's fine. Despite, uh, someone's best interests, you know, and I just give like a little head jerk towards Milo's general direction. Right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So we got a couple options. One, we can now proceed to go see Fackham, as was our original plan. Two, I did see a sign to the psychiatry wing, which, as we know, or should know, is that there was that student from last year's final that should be there. And I know that we had talked about maybe going and talking to him at some point. So we can either, while we're already here, talk to him as well, or we can go catch Fackham to wrap this up. Well, as long as we're here, we might as well go talk to him. Who knows? Maybe he'll get sick. Maybe he'll get sick? He's been sick. (laughs) That's why he's here. No, he'll get the sickness that everyone else has, and then he'll really be sick. He just has brain sickness right now, but you're saying he might get... He might get body sick. Body sickness. So he might come down with the sickness? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Ah. Exactly. What is is Dixon's song with that? Up with the healing? Is that what you listen to? (laughs) (laughs) No. By the uh, the band Bothered. <laughs> I don't know where you're going to go other than Up With The Healing by Bothered. <laughs> I think that's a pretty popular song. I'll get back to you. All right. I'll so, have to go back to my CD collection and no. figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, so Milo's votes to uh, go talk to the person... From last year's final. What's everybody else's vote? I mean, I guess we are already here, so that's a good enough reason as any. Oh, we have to go talk to the crazy. Is that enough? I can call him crazy, but I can't call him a loon. You can call him the crazy person. You just can't call him loony. I call him a loony tune. Same thing. I don't know. What if you call him toony? Like a toony loon. But can I call him tutti frutti? I don't see why not, if he's feeling tutti-frutti. Anyways, yes. We're going to go talk to the crazy. Let's go talk to the crazy person. Um, Cool. So, I guess what I would like to do is I would like to go back to the front to find our good friends Derek and Meredith. So, are they up there? Yes, they are. So, you go back down the hallway and you go into the waiting room and... uh, in this case, it'll just be Meredith at the desk, but she's there. Uh, she, again, she is a female dwarf, and when you come in, she looks up, and she's got, like, crazy eyes because she just has mountains of paperwork all over the desk, and she goes, uh, yeah, what, what, what can I do? Hey, Miss Gray, um, question for you. 
Where were you when his rump was roasting? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just... So, I wanted to follow up and ask you a question. So, last year, we heard that there was a student from the... There was a student admitted to the psychiatry ward after the final happened last year, and we were wondering if we'd be able to potentially go visit with him um or for any information you have on him uh yeah we we allow visitors to the psychiatry ward uh our patients there he hasn't had very many visitors since last year i mean all of his study group members did die yeah she kind of looks down heard that that was a pretty tragic happening um so i guess is he in like have have you had an opportunity to check in on him, or do you know who his doctor or nurse is? Just want to see sort of what kind of mental state to expect him to be in. Well, he he's sometimes lucid. Um, we I'm, I can take you back now. You're none of you are sick, right? Not since I last checked. But yeah, yeah, we're all we're all healthy. Turgid. So, uh, what? <laughs> Very turgid. <laughs> well, we're a little turgid, but not sick. Brought I just, a skateboard that might change. <laughs> yes, we should we should be good to go see him. I think we're all healthy. We just washed our hands. No worries. Perfect. That's all Twice. I needed to hear. And I shoved my hands inside of Toby. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that to him. <laughs> I, I almost said Milo again. He doesn't like it when you do that. I thought you were gonna say dick, so I was like, whoa! <laughs> um we're clean from hand to anus. We're good. Don't touch me. I'm sterile. <laughs> I put my gloves on. So Meredith hands you all visitor passes, and uh, she says, follow me. And she leads you back towards the psychiatry wing that you had noticed, Manny. And she takes you into a room, and then she says, okay, wait right here. I'll, I'll be back with the patient in just a moment. Ah, uh, you never named him. And... <laughs> <laughs> he's buying himself time <laughs> and she leaves and then just a few moments later she winds up coming in with someone in a wheelchair holy shit it's professor x <laughs> <laughs> he is human he seems to be in relatively good health albeit skinny because he's been in the hospital for quite some time and his eyes are downcast and when she wheels him in in a wheelchair she bends down and says donnie these are some visitors here to see you. Is that okay? And he slowly nods, and she says, all right, well, you gentlemen, you've got 15 minutes. Uh, I'll be right back. And then she leaves the room. Yes! Get a room on a tissue! Oh, I was that? It's like Donnie from the Wild Thorn <laughs> Oh! <laughs> I thought he was going to say Jeffy. I really thought Jeffy. he was going to say Jeffy. <laughs> Donnie, it's me, Jordan. <laughs> 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 I got your quaaludes. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. Hey, Donnie. My name's Manfred. He's <laughs> <laughs> not slow. <laughs> the regular person. He's just crazy. He's not stupid. <laughs> Donnie quietly says, without looking up, he says, Hello, Manny. Yeah, I guess my, my friends do call me Manny for short, so I guess that's fine. Um, <laughs> these are a couple of my friends. We got The Wall, uh, Milo, and Dixon. And uh, 
the little fiery thing is Toby. Hello. So, that's us. How... How are you? Is how that are you had to ask? Hmm. <laughs> how how are you doing? <laughs> hey, what's what's to do? All right, don't worry. I'm gonna walk over. <laughs> How's the scenery? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> so insensitive. I apologize for the wall. You be getting out. <laughs> oh, you look fit. Been meeting a lot of new people. They're not really there. <laughs> Who are your friends in this room? Why don't you introduce us? <laughs> um, the gang's all here. <laughs> Here's Chip. This kid needs to touch grass. <laughs> and say hello to you, Snapkin. So in this scenario, is he still in a wheelchair? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Oh my fucking god. I recollect again. So, yeah, it's good to see you. Um... You you probably so so we wanted to come and uh talk to you about a couple of things just to just to see how you're doing. Oh, really? Yeah, we we You sure didn't you didn't just come to ask me about what happened last year? And he looks up at that and you can tell that his eyes are just like fiery. You can tell that he is angry beyond belief. Yeah, we are here to figure out what happened last year, but I know what happened. Only, I mean, only when you're ready to tell us. I know, uh, say, gosh, the food here just sucks, though, doesn't it? And I want to pull a candy bar out of my pocket and let him have one. He snatches the candy bar from you and starts peeling it open and says, Everybody asks. Everybody wants to know what happened. What happened? What happened? I can tell you what happened. I've told everybody what happened, and nobody wants to listen to me. And he starts to get up out of his wheelchair as he chomps on the chocolate bar. It's a miracle chocolate Praise bar. Praise Jesus. <laughs> it's a miracle chocolate bar. Praise <laughs> Jesus. Bruh, we literally came here to, and asked you what happened, and you're telling us we don't want to know what happened. Well, listen, Donnie, we, we've been uh, suspicious about things around the, uh, the school lately and everything, which is, which is why we're here. We're, we're actually staying in your old room, and uh, that's what kind of got us- He runs up to you and grabs you by the lapels and says, You need to be suspicious. You ought to be suspicious. If you're in my room, did you see what I wrote? What you wrote? What, what do you mean, what, what you wrote? I wrote everything down. I put it all over the walls. I- in, Over the walls? It must uh, have painted. Yeah, the, wall, the walls were, were freshly painted. They, you could tell that it, it looked like it was- you know, a nice, clean, new, newly finished room. He lets go of your lapels and says, of course they did. They don't want anybody to know. Know what? We are the Surge. So, when I hear him say that, I want to grab him by the neck and pin him against the wall. Mm. Not the wall character, an actual <laughs> wall. Yeah. Actually, just rub, or... rub him up against my body. <laughs> Wait, you said you wrote it all over the wall. Wall? What do you wall? have to say? About I look this? around and I'm like, <laughs> it just says we I are the surge on the shell. It's, goes, it's just on it. the it's on the back of his shell, and no one <laughs> says we are the surge a hundred times over. <laughs> it goes, damn it. So yeah. So you pin Donnie up against the wall. I have him by the neck, and I want to pin him against the wall and say, "So you wrote that? Why? Wait, you." You saw this? Put him down. Put him down. What are you doing? Hold on, hold on. Now. 
Let's let's. You see don't have this... to fight him. He's... No, let's see how this plays out. He, they they seem to have. They're he matching said, each other's energy. Yeah, right now. They, 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 <laughs> uh, this is the most interactive I've ever seen Dixon before. Dixon, please stop choking our our. But Milo, you, friend. Milo, you see, Don, Donnie said we are the surge, and the second he said it, Dixon seemed to react to that like he knows something about it, and I want to know more. So, so we're having this conversation while his feet are dangling off the ground. Yes, that's yes. what please, we're doing. Please put him down. People need to breathe to talk, Dixon. As this conversation is going on, Dixon and Donnie are face to face and you see the fire change to like, instead of being angry, he just got the biggest relief of his life. And he goes, you saw what I wrote? Yes. Ooh, pause real quick. While this is going on, I I imagine we came through like doors to get into this psychiatric wing or whatever. I would like to go do one of the old school, take like a broom handle and stick it through the door so nobody can come in and interrupt us via this conversation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually what you do when you see someone pin someone against the walls. Go lock the door. <laughs> Good call. 15 minutes. I'm in my ass. So do you want to go to the end of the hall or do you just want to close the door to this room? He just wants to close the door to this room. Oh, yeah. I guess if we're in the room, I, I would like to... I would like to just like close and either lock or barricade the door. And like, I picture there's like little blinds or something. I'd like to cover the little window that peeks into the room. Okay. You do those things. And so Dixon said, yes. And Donnie just completely relaxes in, even though he's being held by his neck, he's just like, I've been trying to get through to somebody. Yeah. Well, unfortunately it was me. So I'm gonna let you down now. We're going to stay relaxed, and you're going to tell me everything you know and want me to know. Got it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. So I let him go. Now tell me everything. And he keeps unwrapping the chocolate bar and sits back down in his wheelchair and kind of like sits in it cross-legged. And he goes, well, they're keeping me here because, as you can see, I'm a little uh, anxious and uh, worked up. About this whole situation. Um, but yeah, during our final exam, uh, my study group and I, we had been studying a whole lot and we kept coming across these, we were studying the surges, you know, we had to make our own so that we could survive out in the world. Now that the gods are gone, you know, those revengers, they went and just, I don't know, they said something to the gods and the gods disappeared and now magic doesn't work. Who knows? Assholes. Right? Yeah, assholes indeed. Anyways, so we're figuring out how to make these surges work, and we realized that essentially any magical creature you could pull from, and the stronger the magical creature, the more power you could store in a surge. So we went looking for important and strong magical creatures, and we were able to get all sorts of fancy spells from that. So when we go into the final exam, there's this giant arena and everybody's using their surges. We've got some pretty darn good surges. And then all of a sudden, we start feeling like we can't connect to the weave anymore. We can't pull any magic. As soon as we're trying to cast a spell, all the magic is gone. And we're like, what happened to our surges? Why aren't they working? Then one of my study group members goes down. Regulus. Regulus goes down. And then next, Stefan goes down. And we're like, what's going on? I start feeling weak, and then right before I black out, I see 
that there's these golden circles, like, tying us together, and I can see the weave, and there, I, I can see the life force leaving me, and so I, 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 I stopped casting spells, I threw away the surge, and I, I, I basically just ran myself into a wall to knock myself out, and then I woke up here. So you didn't kill your roommates. No! No, I love Stefan and Regulus and Frederick. But you did see the weave. Well, they say that I didn't. And he takes a bite of chocolate. But you but, saw But it. you say that you did. Yeah, yeah. And, and what did you say it looked like? It looked like golden lines. And there were these concentric circles, all these circles interlacing each other. It looked like, you know when... When you have chainmail and all of the little links are interlinked together, it looked like a bunch of those. Did anything look broken with the links? I don't know. It was only a moment. Of course. It, it's all starting to, to make sense. Um, Is it? We are, we are the Surge, right? That's, that's what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. So you understand me? You know what I mean? I, I think so, and I, I can't believe I hadn't thought of it before this moment to, to, to really think about where the power is drawn from it's not you know the the magical creatures feathers and stuff like that will only get you so far but where where is the most powerful of magic stored when the gods left this earth and i am completely bullshitting this right now so if i'm going in the right direction great but but when the gods left and their essence was left behind you know it was bound to be like pulled from somewhere and it's still within within creatures and everything else like that so so that's the best place to draw the magic from is from us right that's what i think no shit <laughs> <laughs> but why would the magic fail all of a sudden in the middle of the exam do you think the teacher shut you down i don't know who shut me down but somebody was drawing the power away from me Right, but it's odd. How many how many students like go missing or turn up dead? This is like this was like a rare thing, right? Like, yeah, you're the only you and your roommates are the only one we've heard of this happening. It's not like every year like the last place team dies and they pretty much take away their essence to to fuel things. But I think there is some sense to be made of the fact that there's magic and power and energy within each one of us that could probably draw a really strong. And to create a really strong surge, I, th I think there's some some sense to be made of that, but... Yeah, it, it, I mean, to your point, as you say, you know, a couple people died each year, but that's that's more just because of the obstacles, you know? One guy gets sliced in half by, you know, a revenant that they threw out onto the course. Hate those things. But nothing like ours, and because I went, as they put it, crazy... And he puts quotation marks around it. Now I'm stuck here. My friends are dead. And I'm eating a chocolate bar. Hey. Right. I like the chocolate. So, I thought that would be a good chocolate. I like the chocolate. So stay with me. Once we figure this out, we'll probably be able to help you. Now, as we are the surge is what you wrote. What else did you write on the wall? Basically what you just told me? Basically what I just told you. Plus a lot of we are the surge, we are the surge, we are the surge. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I can share some of the books that I that I learned too, so that you can maybe research yes. surges for yourself. 
Uh, books are for nerds, though. Yeah. I, hey, <laughs> Wall, mind your lane. <laughs> I just look at him. Are you are you a Pyrocross player? I look down at the jersey I'm wearing, and I look up at him, and I just don't say anything. <laughs> oh, come on. You've never seen a fan wear a jersey before? I turn yeah, it. are you just a fan, the wall? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> Donnie, before it, before the final last year, you probably should have recognized him from, from the team. Um, unless, I guess, you never attended the games, but... That's why they used you as the surge. You don't have team spirit. He, uh, you have pride in your school. Wall. <laughs> I turn, reel, it, reel it back in, wall. I turn around and look at the wall and say, shut the fuck up. Yes, wall played Pyrocross, and uh, I'm, I'm on the team as well. But but Donnie, in addition to kind of my my thought process here, my, my realization is, I, I know you said that's kind of what you were thinking, but is there any, I guess, any other detail or, or logic that, that you have that I can maybe go off of? I mean, I'd love to hear about the books, but also just, you know, if there was anything else that you could think of as to why you believe we are the Surge, it could help. Well, because there were also people getting sick throughout the year, or people turning up hurt or injured and they kept they just always told us that it was you know their studies and you know a bad accident or a bad potion or something like that but it, it started happening too frequently to kind of like what's happened to the whole school what's happened to the whole school oh. yeah well <clears throat> i don't get out much as you said how's the scenery <laughs> i didn't say that out loud <laughs> <laughs> Wall's kind of uh, an insensitive ass, but it's okay. So, so it seems like everybody else is getting sick now, and for some reason, we are the only group of people not sick. Because we weren't at the school. We were away on a trip, actually. And so, so if what Donnie's saying is true, we don't have... Well, I guess we have some time, but like, there's probably a lot of people with little time, considering in the past two days about more than half of the student body has gotten sick and they've shut down classes and sports and everything. And the only reason we weren't is because we were out away looking on a quest for, for Fackham Kane, actually. But, Dottie, if all of this is true, do you, across anything that you were looking into, do you have any any idea who could be behind it in any sense? Or, or is it not clear? Well, I would guess it's somebody here on the campus. It's just like with the surges that we make. You know, you need to have an element of a magical creature, and then you have to transform that into a surge. And so that means that both things have to be in the same place. So, like the giant surges in the school grounds. Or the ones that weren't working in the basement. That's what I'm talking about. So if we're the surge, what if they're using us to produce power for those? And that little crack addict said, follow the pipes. What if we have to follow the pipes to go to the main one? I think so. What if they're using students to power everything up? Donnie, does the phrase follow the pipes mean anything to you? It means follow the pipes. Listen, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how much time has passed since we've been talking to him? You guys are almost at time. Okay, so go ahead. I was going to say, listen, Donnie, we're almost out of time. We're going to figure this out. And we'll get you, I don't know if we can help you, honestly, I'm not a doctor. However, we will make it look like you're not crazy, (laughs) quotes on crazy. I would appreciate that because clearly I'm having a 
pretty... I'm having a lucid conversation with... I know I got worked up. I'm sorry. Uh, still working on that. Right. But I am having a lucid conversation with you, but I got so tired of everybody telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about that I just I decided to shut up and keep my eyes down. Right. So you can keep doing that so nobody, you know... Oh, but it's so boring. Right. Well, only for a little bit. We don't want anyone thinking that you know something. Okay. So keep doing what you're doing, but if you see us and we get alone into a room to have another conversation, we'll go back to having normal conversations, right? Does that mean that we're friends now? Uh, mm, Best buddies. Yeah. Can you tell Dean Livia that I said hi? She comes <laughs> back. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Say, hey, buddy, what else are friends, friends. here for? <laughs> <laughs> friends it is. So, Damn so it, the only want... friend I've been able to make are ones that I was forcibly put into a group with, and this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody should have to go through what you are, and it does seem like you need a friend. So we will definitely be friends from now, and I want to pull out another candy bar, but can I also, I would like to have a like, communication stone, kind of like in the candy. To give to him? Why not just give him a sending stone? <laughs> yes, a sending stone. Why do you have to put it in the candy? Because <laughs> he wants the candy, he needs a sending stone, he's got to keep it all secret. So he showed up his Thanks butt. for breaking the fourth wall. Bitch. No, this was in character. <laughs> he says, I would like the candy and the sending stone and I will keep both secret. He's going to keep it safe in his prison wallet. He just tucks it, tucks it under his hands as the door handle jiggles. You might want to get the broom handle out of there, Manny. Oh, hold on. Is there anything else that we need to... Donnie, is there anything else? Uh, you, you told us about the books. He has the stone. You have the sending stone. We're good to go. Um, you going to be good Good in here? If you want some more power, check out Morin Bell. And then you hear the lock click as Meredith comes back in with a key ring. I didn't say that you guys were allowed to lock the door. Oh, oh. you must have locked it on the way out by habit. Actually, uh... Yeah, it would... damn it. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Wall, roll deception. <laughs> if this fails, let me let me have a stab at this. Stabber? Stabber. I'm good at that. I barely know. You might you might have to take a stab at her. Oh, could I could I uh so could I I say a two? Could I okay. I was I gonna say can I say something to kind of aid him in the deception if that is some something? What do you say? You're gonna have to aid me a whole lot. <laughs> Hey, mama. <laughs> um, well, so so I th- I think there's a couple of different options. One, so so it wasn't actually locked, but the the wall. He got tired and took a seat by the door. So when he went to open it, he had to get up and move out of the way. So I didn't know if it was actually locked or if it was just the weight of wall sitting there. That when he went to open it, he was kind of leaning up against the door, uh, which we apologize for. We didn't we didn't <laughs> realize was we didn't re- realize how much time like had passed. Uh all right, fine. You can have advantage. Nice. Roll My friend's self confidence about being fat. <laughs> you get advantage. Nice. <laughs> Not much better. A seven. I also thought that these doors locked on their own whenever they were shut so that the patients didn't uh, open them and get out. She walks up to Donnie and says, Are you okay? And he, his eyes are back downcast and he goes, Uh huh. And she goes, Okay. Well,. I think that next time we might have to have somebody sit and wait with you if you come to visit him again. But uh, I hope that you enjoyed speaking with Donnie and I'll show you out. Okay. Yeah. We hope our time talking to Donnie helped him out just as much. Yes. Well, that is actually very kind. Hopefully you will be back. Yeah. Please show us the way out now. (laughs) 
podcast studio of your DM, Paul Camper. Welcome back to another mid-roll. The big announcement this week is that our t-shirt and dice giveaway is now closed. A huge thank you to all of our listeners who entered, but there can only be one winner. After reviewing that all the entries who had entered answered the qualifying question correct, we put those entries into a randomizer to get our winner, and that winner is, drumroll please, Gavin Knox. Congratulations, Gavin. Uh, For those of you who don't know Gavin, he has been a longtime listener of the podcast and one of our patrons as well. So we think these prizes of a Thy Apothecary t-shirt and some sharp-edged resin dice are definitely going to a good home. We gave him a shout-out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter earlier today, so if you want to reach out in congratulations, check out his handle. If you would like to become a patron like Gavin, you can head over to patreon.com slash deathsavingbros for extra content, including bloopers, pre-show recordings, and extra episodes, all starting at just $2 a month. You also still have time to get in on the exclusive physical rewards that only come from being a Shade Arrow supporter for at least three months before the end of 2023. We are sending out the previous fulfillment rewards this month. So, as we've been saying, make sure you keep an eye out for those emails. Or, if really you were just listening, hoping that you would be the one who got picked to get your hands on that awesome band tee from Dixon's favorite fantasy emo band, Thy Apothecary Courtship, you can go to redbubble.com and search Death Saving Bros to see all of our merch that is currently available. Now, before I get you back to the episode, I need to give a shout out to all those people who have been making this show possible. Those who have joined our Patreon at the $5 tier get a shout out at the end of the show, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get their supporter shout out right now. Ryan Cushman, Gene L. Jackson, and Gavin Knox. See? You knew you had heard that name before. Thank you all for your support. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. So Meredith uh, hands off Donnie to Derek and Derek goes back into the uh, psychiatry ward with Donnie and Meredith shows you out to the front and you are now standing in front of the infirmary on the front steps. You're looking out over the grounds down the long way back towards the Arkshine, which stands in the distance. And just as before, because most of the people are sick at the college, the grounds are almost completely empty. Well, guys, I think uh, we definitely got some things to go off of there. We could uh, go follow and investigate the pipes now. I think that was a pretty good idea. Thanks, Dixon, for you, you did good in there leveling with that guy. It's quite because impressed. you you held him up on your level. <laughs> yeah, but regardless, <laughs> it, you did well in there. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> I just learned something. 
I know the secret patterns in flow to cities and can find passages through the urban sprawl that others can miss. When we're not in combat, we can travel between any two locations in a city twice as fast. Thanks, Milo. Is this considered a city? <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys would know that the, um, quote, city of the Arkshine is, so you're north of the tower. If you go south of the tower, that is where there are a bunch of professor quarters and there's a market and there are bars and stores and all that sort of stuff. Oh, like Hogsmeade. I just know all the, uh, <laughs> kind of. Where's the student union? The student union would be probably the Arcthanium Atrium, that and the commissary, which is known as the Whack. Anyways. Yeah, fo- following the pipes, we could definitely, we could definitely run back to that one and take a look there. So we could either go back there and follow that lead. We could go back and talk to Fakim Kane now and see sort of what he has to answer because he sent a student out and then Milo killed him, but or tried to kill what? him. What? <laughs> Why will you s- stop saying that? And, well, sorry, the wall keeps saying you seem, it. Uh, you seem pretty defensive about this. Is there a reason for that? I think you're just thinking that because you like to play defense so much. He's the batter. <laughs> He's the defense. He's a defensive batter. Or, yeah. or I know that he, he had mentioned some books and, you know, I'd be... Yeah, well, at some point on our way, when we go to turn in for the night, we should swing by the the library. I imagine that's where we'd get books from, so I can get some of those and read them tonight. But so yeah, we'll just swing back there on our way home. But so our other options right now would be to go see Vacuum Kane or follow the pipes. I'd rather see what's up with these pipes because it seemed like the teachers might have something to do with it, and. If all the ma- like we kind of have this figured out where all the magic comes from these surge generators that the pipes have to be followed and the guy told us to follow the pipes. It wasn't a guy, but it was the the the, the dementors. Yeah, but what? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I'd, I'd say yeah, follow the pipes first because if we go to go to Fakum, it's not like he's just going to tell us. And so, if he is going to tell us, he's also going to probably beat our ass. And also, and then I want to lean in close away from Milo. We don't need to bother with Fakum because we know Milo like definitely did it. So that's just a, a waste of time. I'm going to kick you in the back of the knee. <laughs> I, I actually do it. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Uh, but before before we go see Fakum to make sure we have, we have as much in, information as possible. I'm going to crawl inside your shell. But okay, <laughs> so let's go back to the surge room, which was, I believe, underneath the whack. Under the Arcthanium in the basement. Yep. And we could travel there twice as fast, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. We got secretly here. <laughs> so that it's harder for people to see us. We got here a bit quick, quicker than I, I thought we would. It's the quickest it's I've seen us move as a party this whole year. <laughs> So you wind up getting back to the Arcthanium, you go down into the basement, and you are once again in the room where there are six different furnaces and the giant metal canister that contains all of the surge components. When you get down there, you actually see that there is somebody down there. Do we recognize the man or woman or creature? You do recognize the figure. It is... Professor Fackham Kane, who... Fuck. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
who ducks out from the giant metal canister and uh, is carrying a bunch of the little vials that Milo had been shaking up and found out that the components were crumbling. He winds up dumping what looks like ash out of the vials into a large bucket and then filling them with filling those vials with griffin feathers. What are you doing with Ketchum in the fucking bucket guy? Uh, it checks out. He's just repairing the damaged components. Hey, repairing uh, the damaged components that Milo broke, <laughs> incidentally. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Interesting. Milo, Milo, he's just, he likes messing with you. <laughs> Professor, you, Professor Kane. Do you want a chocolate bar to the wall? <laughs> uh, actually, uh, yeah. I wouldn't be against the chocolate bar. I slipped my chocolate bar. Can turtles have chocolate? I'll try. <laughs> no, they cannot. <laughs> yeah, you. I die instantly. <laughs> While Milo and the wall are exchanging chocolate bars, Manny calls out to Professor Kane, and Professor Kane's head snaps up, and he goes, "Oh, it's it's you, Manny, and uh, company. <laughs> come, come. You, you can see what I'm doing to fix the surge. Perhaps. Well, actually, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing out of your dorm rooms? I thought there was a curfew in place." Um, well, if nerds, I'll be, I'll be honest, I really, really didn't hear about the curfew. We were we were gone when a lot of the new rules got put into place. But uh, oh no, this was announced not even 20 minutes ago. Well, we were just down at the infirmary. Ah, yes. Well, that would make sense because the infirmary does not get the PA announcements like the rest of the campus. We want to keep the patients nice and comfortable. No large Loud PA system announcements all the time. Although we should probably look at getting that fixed. That seems like a bad call on our part. Yeah, Why? For... I mean, if people are in the infirmary, they don't really have to worry about a curfew, do they? They're there to sleep. It'd be crazy. Unless they're us. <laughs> yeah, I guess instances of visitors, but <laughs> anyways. Shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Milo, you make good points. Anyways, pr- Professor, we were... We were kind of hoping we'd run, we'd run into you down, down here. Oh, really? Why's that? Yeah, so I, I guess we wanted to see, did you ever end up getting the uh, materials that we brought back for the surge? What do you think all of these feathers are for? You dumped them in my office. Well, I see it now. Did we go to his office? You see, the reason that we were at the infirmary is we met up with- Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually forgot his name. That's fine. That's fine. It's not important. Um. Well, yeah, you're you're right. We did drop him, and I just <laughs> yeah, you wanted to see if it got back up and working to follow up to see if you had a chance to to fix it yet. Um, because when we were down here, they weren't initially work, working, and I kind of wanted to see what they all looked like once they were you know lit up and running. So, uh, came came down here out of curiosity, and it seems like you got things going pretty good here. Oh, yes, of course, of course. See, I'm taking the griffin feathers and replacing all of the empty vials with the griffin feathers, and en masse, uh, they should be able to restart the surge in uh, no time at all. I mean, it was working anyways, but no more flickering lights or whatnot. It was a rather ingenious method of manufacturing that my predecessors and myself have perfected. All we have to do is simply put the griffin feather in this vial. It's that easy, and I'm sure that you will learn more of that and how to do it yourself, Manny, in your artificer classes, but... I have a question, Professor. Uh, yes, uh, Milo. <laughs> um, did... You're replacing griffin feathers into the vials. Did, 
does a griffin feather have to replace a griffin feather or does it can a griffin feather replace a like worm scale or does it matter what the item is you actually touch on something that is very advanced milo griffin feathers are not equivalent to any uh, to every other magical creature but because we have so many vials inside this giant canister and he wraps on the metal canister so it goes dong there are just so many that they all kind of collectively reinforce one another. I guess I'll learn that in my next class, huh? <laughs> well, if you come to my artificing lecture, you will. But um, as, I'm you, not in that class. as you know, all of the classes have been canceled, or at least they were. Uh, we instituted a curfew tonight. Uh, we are going to, and actually, I, should, I shouldn't be talking to you. I should probably be reprimanding you and telling you to go to bed but so we didn't hear it and since we're down here um i guess do you need a hand trying to refill some of these vials i know you said you'd have it up and running in no time but you know i i know myself i'd love the opportunity to help out and maybe everybody else would wouldn't mind helping out no i would love to help actually can i look around discreetly and see like how all the pipes are working, if there's a obvious way that we should be following the pipes. Um, yeah, so you can be discreetly looking around. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Because there is a general answer, but I want to see just how well you perceive everything. I rolled a 17. That's a pretty good perception. So the general answer is pipes are going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad I didn't roll over. <laughs> but because you are so perceptive to what is going on and the patterns and whatnot, you can tell, first of all, that there are two different sets of pipes. There are pipes that are thicker, and those go from the furnaces up into the higher reaches. And then there are thinner pipes that come out of the surge. And those all start at a central location and spiderweb out. However, they do seem to be generally radial. And you know that there is the front half of the room, and then there's also the back half of the room. And in the front half, at a quick glance, you don't notice anything that seems, quote, out of place. All of the pipes go out of the surge, and then they go up through the ceiling. Very good, sir. And again, that is just from your discreet observation of the front half of the room. As you're looking around and you happen to mention that you would love to help Professor Kane, he says, oh, well, I don't see any harm in that, getting everything ready to go for tomorrow, because we put the curfew in place today so that we can get all of, we can get a, a, an accurate headcount tomorrow of all of the students that are not sick, and we'll bunch you all together and uh, try and get some lessons in place. We can't have no class for multiple days, right? <laughs> So that's my nightmare. <laughs> a student after my own heart. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> In your field. Awesome. That's all we can afford. <laughs> all right. So Professor Kane winds up pointing to the griffin feathers and then he says, I've got a bunch of vials and he's going to hand them out to you so you can stuff them. While you guys are doing that, I want anybody that's helping to give me a, an Arcana roll to see how well you do at that. And then I want to know if anybody else is going to be kind of, you know, skipping out from that task to do something else. 
I guess I'll, I'll help, but I also want to keep a side eye out for the crackhead. Oh, yeah, the Nothic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we all have kind of like a... <laughs> and I'll have a secret agenda. Yeah, where my attention's going to be solely on Fakum because I want to help, but I also am kind of investigating him a little bit myself, and I will eventually kind of lean into the student, Lee, that we found there. And then, yeah, I guess, Wall, you're going to be, what, focusing on looking for the Nothic creature to kill if you get the chance? <laughs> or if he, you know, just sneaks up behind us and starts yeah, some shit. Yeah, because last time he was just, like, standing in the corner the whole time we were <laughs> yeah. down there. And then... I'm realizing... You already said you were paying attention to pipes, well, right? Well, I'm realizing that Manny is pretty much taking the professor's attention, and I'm realizing that the wall is pretty much standing, like, way off over there, just staring, looking for this creature. So that would be very suspicious. So I'm going to be like probably 30% trying to help Manny distract the teacher and be like there. But I want most of my attention to be on, yeah, like looking around, seeing like for this creature, seeing if there's like what follow the pipes could mean. Like, where do we start? Okay. What do these pipes look like they're made of? And what are you Is doing? Is it copper? <laughs> Is that why the crackhead was so interested in them? <laughs> Dixon, what are you doing? Are you just uh, being Dixon, <laughs> not helping out at all with the with the group project? And no, you know, I'll, I'll help Captain Fuckface with this one. I was gonna say you could. Wait, definitely that could be, be on... any of us. Yes, he's on pipe duty. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll help with the with the. Uh... I mean, if you're distracting the teacher, I'll go a hundred percent. I'm gonna help distract the teacher because. Okay, I'm 100% into being perceptive then. And Okay. All right, so Wall's on Nothic, you're on Pipes. Me and, or sorry, Wall's on Nothic, Milo's on Pipes. Thank you. See that? I like that's it. For, that's, for, that's for recording purposes. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> not, not pointing. Dixon and myself. Who is Manny? I forgot my name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Dixon and Manny will be double taping back <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just for <laughs> his attention. <laughs> Sorry, not getting better. <laughs> no, it's not. I rolled a 21. <laughs> okay, so this is the Arcana check. Thank you for giving me your secondary purposes, because then I'll go back and do those those rolls. But um, so 21 is terrific. Fackham is totally invested in trying to give you a little bit extra instruction in terms of how the surge works and what sort of materials work best in the manufacturing of the surge, yada, yada. Wall, how, what about your Arcana check? 24. <laughs> yeah, what if mine was just higher than yours somehow? 16. Okay, you are following instructions, and you're doing it exactly as Professor Kane wanted. So he didn't expect much from you to be honest you're not an artificer Damn. or in his classes so <laughs> you're a pyrocross player stick with what you so know so he's he's happy and he's not really paying attention to you as you're looking around for the nothic and then let's go to dixon since you are actively taking up professor kane's attention yeah i got a question um why is my okay so my skill proficient well <laughs> So my penile s- He's trying to ask a legitimate question, and you guys are fucking with it. Hey, you 
fucking his cocks. deep burns because I rubbed that stuff on his anus. He put sap in my ass and then made <laughs> it sway <laughs> around my balls. It's a side effect I forgot to warn you about. There's actually several you should be concerned with. <laughs> sap in my ass. That's the next <laughs> name. That's the name of track one on <laughs> peanut blockage. Is sap in my ass. <laughs> Followed by the second track, uh, piss in my ass. Pissing to my rinse out the sap. <laughs> It's a long title for a song, but it's a long song. Well, no, it's pissing my ass in parentheses to rinse out. The <laughs> yeah, to rinse out. I mean, the it's on par with <laughs> Fallout Boy. Third track, <laughs> Runny Poops. Fourth track, Stick Your Hands in Toby. <laughs> okay, so what? What is your question? Fisting Toby interlude. <laughs> parentheses Milo. Yeah, beer. It's real, real actual question. So my skill proficiency is five for some reason. Why is that? Did I make something? Because that seems way too high. For your arcana? Like, yeah, so I'm proficient. You're a blood hunter. It's like blood magic. What's, yeah. your, what's your intelligence? Intelligence is 17. So that's what, plus three? Plus three. And You're pretty smart. Are you proficient in? Arcana? Yeah. Yeah. So it should be plus six is it's your total. All, yeah, it's oh, all, well, I didn't change it from when we did the thing. It's all blood magic. Yeah, but it's intelligence, so... And especially because you're proficient in it. Yeah, you're plus six there. So, okay, well, fuck me, right? And you and... Oh, shit. Um, there it is. Milo are both in House Mirvita, right? Oh, fuck if Don't I tell know, me that dude. gives us a plus anything. No, I mean, just as, like, kind of backstory would also explain why you're studying... Oh, no, Mirvita is life and death. So, never mind. Miss Varix is the house of Arcana and history. I'm in Mervita. Which explains it's my, why I'm I'm keeping up. It's in my personality traits. House Mervita and then cuts wrists is in my personality <laughs> traits. Those are the only two things. It's there. It's right there in graphite. That's because you can't get your personality down on a piece of paper. Right. Just he's got to just let it all out all over the room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so my arcana check was a 25. Wow, so, all right. That's right, the emo kid's smart. What I said about Professor Kane wanting to instruct Manny, he wants to. He likes him because Manny has been in his classes, but he's really focusing on you because he's like, oh my God, this amazing student that is just soaking up this information and like anticipating what I need him to do. Soaking it up. Soaking it up. Like it's sap. And it's like, <laughs> and it's, I want to soak up the sap. <laughs> and it's really it's funny. It's resting in my ass. Because he's the emo kid who doesn't care, but Manny really does. And this is just going to create a huge tension between them. Mostly Manny directed toward Dick's. No, that's track nine tension between them. <laughs> That's just a real song. <laughs> also, um, the band Bothered sings toward the bottom along the ailment. <laughs> Shove that one up your ass, douchebag. Yeah, remember, it's not opposites. It's like close enough, but not quite. Some of them are opposites. What the fuck is April, Night, March? Do I even take Mayday an Parade. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Some of these are good. So yeah, anyways, Professor Kane is very invested in trying to convert you into liking artificing. And then, Milo, what was your Arcanus check? 
Natural 20. Damn, all you people are just, you're killing it down in the basement. And that's the sad thing. I said I was putting 0% effort into this part of it. <laughs> you know what? With a nat 20, I'm going to give you inspiration just because, you know, you, you already said what you were going to be doing anyways, and your, your nat 20 is, that's your reward. Excellent. Okay, but since uh, we finished with Milo, let's go ahead and do your perception check now as you're kind of like wandering around the surge and checking out the rest of the room. I'd like to use my previous nat 20. Well, you do have inspiration now, so you could do it with advantage if you wanted. Hell nah. But I will roll first, because 15. 15, okay. You are looking up at the pipes, and there are quite a few of them. In the back half of the basement, it's not just a straight rectangle. It winds up broadening out to cover the entirety of the Arcthanium. So you wind up looking and you can see again, you're noticing right near the surge canister that the pipes seem to be going where they need to be going. But once they get farther into that back area, it's not quite so linear in terms of, okay, comes out of the surge and goes up. Instead, it is going out and branching out and they start crisscrossing. And you know that if there were anything wrong, you would need to keep looking in the back. Okay. Then uh, we'll go to, we'll go back to Be Rich. Dixon, what are you, are you trying to like talk to Professor Kane or are you just trying to impress him with your arcana knowledge? That's a great question. Are you trying to, uh, you know, take over Spot as his favorite student? <laughs> no. Teach me all you know about Arcana and also killing students. Yeah, right. So, any students accidentally died and become surges recently? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ask that aloud? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, what, so what level, hypothetically, would someone like Fakken Kane be if he, you know, just decided to start killing us right now? He would be equivalent to uh, Dalvia or Hexor. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he would just drop us immediately. Yeah, so for those that have not listened to our first campaign, Dalvia and Hexor were both very high level, very skilled, very powerful wizards. And for those who did listen to the first season, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, our fights with them pretty much, when they were on our team, it was us telling them what to do. <laughs> And then just surviving. It was Hexor casting like five ridiculously powerful spells all in one turn. And then we might whack one guy. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I helped. Yeah, we, we won. Yeah. Yay. It's like Fox from We Fallout were really 3. the side characters of their story. Yes. <laughs> yes, we were. But anyway. Yeah. No, I'm just going to... Let Manny learn from his favorite professor, even though I'm obviously clearly better, but I don't care. <laughs> when I need to take a page out of your book on slitting my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to kind of listen in on the conversation that um, his favorite student and he has to see if he's been slitting students' wrists to make them searches. Then go ahead and roll insight to see if you're picking up on anything. If he seems like the kind of guy who would murder, murder students. Yeah. I want to see what this blood hunter magic's all about. 
I have to get into a pretty big fight. No, I'd have to find out myself. <clears throat> I feel like realistically, most teachers probably have at least some desire to murder students. <laughs> At some point or another. Minded for a fact. What the fuck did you just tell me to roll? Insight. That's what I meant. 11. Okay. You are paying attention, and I'll let you know if you pick up anything from the conversation that Manny is having with Professor Kane. So, is there anything in particular that you want to say or ask Fackham, Manny? So, have you oh, killed me? any students recently? <laughs> For the second time tonight, your name is Manny. <laughs> <laughs> I was I looked over at Beerich like, why the fuck isn't he answering? Um, because I was directed towards me. Yeah, there was two questions. I so I will say the one thing that I'm trying to pay close attention to is understanding if he slips or makes any notion to like because you said he was going into like depth and detail more about surges and how they're made and everything else like that to see if there's any like scent or trail that i would come down that would pretty much say like hey there's a chance we are the surge but like that's just like kind of like a passive thing i'm paying close attention to the active thing that i was going to get into asking him was about lee so i don't know if you want me to just like to jump into it or um yeah let's let's do a quick role play on that one now, remind me too, before we get started with that, is Lee in our artificing class too? Like, is he in class with me or? No, Lee is not an artificer. Gotcha. Would I have known why? So, like, Fackham Kane sent Lee to do something for him, but like, I guess what I know if Lee was in any of his classes, like, why would, he, why would Lee be in contact and like talking and like doing quests for Fackham. Like, would I know that? Like, uh, just him being a student of like maybe in a different class or something? Yes, or exactly. So, I mean, Professor Kane is the artificing professor, but he also teaches other magical lectures. He he does a lot of stuff for House Chromathar or House Miss Defense Barracks. Against the Dark Arts. Gotcha. Cool. All right. So, we're uh, making these like vials. Professor, I actually so 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 again. Thanks for thanks for letting us help. I'm learning a lot here. Hopefully, to be as smart as uh, my buddy Dixon one day, and as good as him, asshole. Anyways, good luck. He's you know first time getting lucky. That's fine. Um, but I but I've been meaning to ask you too. We were actually I know we had noted that we we had stopped by the over by the infirmary, but um, we we were over there because we actually came across a, a student. Um, Leung, uh, who, who was, who was injured on the way over there. Um, so we actually, you know, on our way to, you know, come over in this direction and pick up some books from the library and everything else we came across him. So we had to take him into the infirmary and he had mentioned that, uh, you know, he had recently seen you and I just wanted to see if you knew anything that might've happened to him or like where he was going or what he was doing or, or anything like that. Go ahead and roll a persuasion for me. Mm. Relying on charisma here. That sucks. <laughs> that's, a, that's a two. <laughs> you know, if you would have said investigation or something, <laughs> it wouldn't have been that bad. <laughs> but still, I guess with a two, it would have been pretty bad. <laughs> he stops what he's doing. It's not a one. <laughs> it's not a one. <laughs> he's not going to cast a fireball immediately. <laughs> no. 
Professor Kane stops what he's doing, looks at you, and goes, Are you trying to accuse me of something, Manny? No, not at all. I was just curious because when we took him in and, uh, you know, the, the uh, what was her name? Dr. Livia uh, saw her. She, she said that she, you know, after quick diagnosis and stuff, had no idea what, what could have happened to him. And I was just curious if you know where he might have been going or where he might have been on his way that, that might have, you know, led him into that situation. No, I don't. I was quite surprised when he didn't show up down here to meet me as I was fixing the surge. He had asked for some help with his studies. He's been struggling his pa- well, I shouldn't I shouldn't speak about other students' records, but I I feel like I must defend myself to you. You don't you don't have to get defensive. I actually I I might I might be getting defensive here in a second. Why were you He was you, asking for help on his studies. I told him to meet me down here. He never showed up. And so I haven't seen him in the past couple days, and I'm sorry to hear that he's hurt. But perhaps you should just focus on fixing the vials there, Manny. You were going to let me help you with the the surge down here. That's why we went out and got the feathers for you, and then you were going to let him come in? No, I was going to talk to him while I fixed the surge. Okay. I just I just want to make sure, Professor. <laughs> um that you, you you know you know how much you know learning about this uh you know means to me so yes then let me go ahead and teach you a little bit more and perhaps we leave other students out of this oh i just i want him to be okay uh, i hopefully, just hopefully hopefully leong will be better and soon and you can ask him what let's hope and dixon as this exchange happens you notice that first of all manny did a terrible job approaching the topic uh. and secondly you feel like Professor Kane is truly distraught by the fact that Lee had been injured and he was both offended by the insinuation that had come across from Annie's question and then also he was concerned. And then finally, let's go ahead and roll perception check with the wall to see if he spots the crackhead Nothic. Ten. You don't spot the Nothic. But I bet he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking. <laughs> Just standing in a corner like, hey. <laughs> Within no time at all, you wind up filling the vials with all the griffin feathers that Professor Kane had brought down. And he says, all right, I suppose now that the surge is all fixed up, I should usher you upstairs so that you're technically in compliance with the curfew. And then tomorrow, uh, we will be gathering anybody that is not ill, so fingers crossed that you're not ill, in my lecture room. And we will wind up having a joint study. So, pip-pip, cheerio, off you go, off to your dormitories. Have we established how far that uh, Toby can get from me? There is no limit that we could find, but, but he does only exist for an hour. Okay. And then you just recast him right away, and then he's good to go for another hour. (laughs) Yeah, but at this point, what I want to do is before we actually get away, I want to make him into, like, the smallest thing possible, because he does produce some light. And I want to have him kind of go explore the back pipes. Okay. And see, like, if he can, like, follow those up and, like, if he can figure out anything else. Be careful. If you but make him too small, like an ant, for him to get across the room to the back It'll pipes, take him an hour to get to the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> A very long time. Well, I think that's good. 
going to have him explore the backpipes like you explored Dixon's backpipes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that is a good idea, and you leave Toby behind as you head upstairs. You were able during that time to sneak around in the back of the basement, and you did manage to narrow it down to approximately one quarter of the space where you're thinking, okay, I haven't explored that space yet. And so Toby can go ahead and keep exploring there. But for the rest of you, you head up to your dormitory, and that is where we're going to end our episode, waiting for tomorrow's joint lecture. Because this is school, after all. Oh, yeah, and I did want to... Was there a chance for me to swing by the library and get the books that Donnie had talked about so I could stay up in my bed reading them all night? Or did I not get that chance? Uh, you did not get that chance. Oh, I am no longer, uh, what's the word we've been using? Turgid. <laughs> no longer turgid. Well, if you listeners Oh, didn't are... we establish that when my character gets an erection, my trunk sticks straight <laughs> out? <laughs> I have no idea. Whoa, were you not there for that one? I don't know. No, he wasn't, because that was last episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, sorry, go back. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the lady doctor came in. And uh, the wall got hard, and my way of showing that I was hard, my trunk also gets 100% erect. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. <laughs> I am not turgid right now. Well, the wall, it just goes ding. <laughs> yeah, you just hear a ding when he gets hard, and my trunk just fucking flies out. <laughs> I was not here for that. If you listeners want to hear more conversations like this... <laughs> Um, or you've been enjoying this episode and the episodes before this one, we invite you to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros, where we have bloopers. So just imagine the things that you're not hearing. And uh, conversational recaps and extra episodes and uh, a series of little advice columns, essentially, where I help you craft your own campaign. If you want to reach out to us in between episodes, we are available on social media at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. I am personally available at HB Camper. You can find me at Benfro15. Ima at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. I see what you did there. I don't like it. Follow the fucking Reddit. You can find me on the PlayStation Network as FATT Smith. And to all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support.